0: Hi everyone, my name is Amifa and I'll be anchoring the very first maiden edition of the BYG podcast and I won't be doing it alone. I have with me, my wonderful co-host.
1: Hey, hello everyone. You're welcome to the BYG podcast. My name is Promise. Right.
0: We also have with us one of one of the BYG's counselor in the person of Olivia.
2: Hi everyone. Thank you for joining us in, um, in this beautiful podcast sit back relax and you're going to learn a lot
0: hey thank you so much um this episode is centered on embarrassing moments people faced during evangelism um and you're right it's a very interesting um topic really for discussion and we had to go through this because we realize that you know one of the things that hinders most believers is because of these experiences they've had in the past. So we put it out there on our social media platforms for people to share their experiences with us and we have a couple of entries with us that we are going to be addressing and we have our counselor yet to also give us the needed counsel we need to define evangelism actually because we need to really know what evangelism is all about so we get the right mentality about it and i want my co-host to shed light on what evangelism is
1: okay thank you very much amifa well evangelism jesus christ when he was leaving the world he said in matthew 28 verse 19 he said go therefore into the world and make disciples of all nations so evangelism is going into the world and communicating with them the good news sharing with them what jesus christ has done how he has um transformed us or taken us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light so evangelism is just going out there To ensure that others are partakers of what Jesus Christ has done for us on the cross. That's basically what evangelism is.
0: Thank you so much. I believe we all agree that um, we all agree to what promise just said, sharing the good news of you know what Christ came to do and what we stand to gain if we give ourselves, you know, submit ourselves to what he came to do all right so um we are going to be reading the entries now and we're going to be talking about it i'll start with what i have this is from a female she said i remember one day i went out for evangelizing as a group and we met one mama I started sharing the gospel to her but she stopped and told me something very embarrassing. She said, look at you people from your head to your toe. You are like Jezebel. (laughs) Just because we were wearing earrings, I adjusted myself and continued with the gospel. (laughs) Wow, this is so interesting. This is so funny, like so, so funny. The first time I, I, you know, I read laughed out loud <laughs> so um it's funny how people react to the gospel but then we are not ignorant uh, we're not ignorant of these things i mean we are told that we are being um assigned to go preach the gospel to people who have no knowledge whatsoever of what this gospel is all about and most of them I've come up with so many you know doctrines, some of them are actually prey to religious spirits. So it is normal that we have this experience. Therefore, I want to say this: that if you've ever had this experience, trust me, you shouldn't be alarmed. You don't need to react to it, you don't need to let this discourage you. If this can discourage you, then what about you know what the apostles did? I mean, they had so many discouraging moments. theirs was not just discouraging moments. They had moments where their life was at stake for the gospel, but they stayed true to it. So I really commend the sister for adjusting herself and continue, you know, continuing with the gospel because that is what she went out to do. And the devil will try to discourage us, you know, the devil will try to do anything just to stop a believer from sharing the gospel. And I really believe that we shouldn't let all these things get to us. Okay, I want our counselor to chip in one or two things that she feels, you know, we we could do in such a scenario. All right.
2: Okay, thank you so much. Um first of all I want to commend this beautiful lady. For not um, talking back at the woman because trust me that would be a very wrong thing she would have done. Um, I also want to commend her for not allowing what the woman say to prevent her from continuing what um, she came to do. So I want to say that when we go out to evangelize there are so many things that will come as a distraction. So having what you came out to do in mind, and being focused while you are out there will help you to maintain what you came to do. Like it will help you to stay focused and preach the gospel, no matter what people are saying to you, no matter the kind of distraction that the enemy will bring to make you feel discouraged or lose your confidence. So in this situation, you have to remain focused just as this our sister did, and go
0: ahead and continue preaching okay thank you so much olivia um over to my co-host
1: okay so i have um one um entry here it goes like this during one of our mission trips we went to speak to this group of boys i was with two other persons so this person is a female so i was with two other persons when i had finished preaching i asked the usual would you want to accept jesus into your life one of them said yes so i decided to lead him to christ and i held his hands halfway through the prayer i felt him rubbing my hands (laughs) i mean during the prayer i just dropped his hands and continued praying but i was so sure that this one needs some time to still think about the gospel wow
0: Very, yeah. I think you should say something about this, Premise. Well, <laughs> I mean, it's, you're
1: it's, exactly. a, it's a really, really funny, funny, um, funny scenario and funny moment that has happened. I'm happy that it was not more than this. I'm happy it was really not more than this. So, it's very possible that when you're trying to, um, make people interested in Jesus, they are somehow interested in, in you, coincidentally. So, um, what My advice here is, we thank God it's no more than this. And um, it just shows the need to be more security conscious when we go out to preach the gospel. Because these people we are going out to preach to, they do not have the life of Christ. They do not have victory over sin. They do not have what can help them over sin. And some of them cannot even help themselves from sinning. And we do not want to be victims of whatever... Seen, they want to do so my my um, advice is just enjoy your security conscious when we are going to certain places ensure that you are not going alone ensure that you are going somewhere don't put yourself in unfortunate places and unpleasant suspicious or questionable places i think that's my, my take care
0: all right thank you so much you know why why I promise was talking something jumped into my spirit and hey, I'm like wahala, really I mean, the devil would do anything imagine if this lady was not really strong you know, I I, I, I suddenly begin to see that there's light imagine if she was just you know, like a baby or, you know, some persons who just, you know, it's possible to be zealous, but but without knowledge. Imagine she was just having the zeal to go, you know, and then she has not dealt with some things in her life. You see this thing called evangelism? It's more than just talking to people, really. It's, it's, It's a flow of life. That's why evangelism and discipleship is intertwined. And, you know, you are not just... Talking to people, they actually—it's—it's it's more of you it's telling people, you know, what you do, what you're practicing. It's more of you showing your words truly as a believer. So imagine if this lady had not dealt with lust, has not dealt with some, you know, s- things like that. She may have, you know, fallen prey, and maybe she hasn't even dealt with anger. Imagine her slapping this young man <laughs> on spot, just giving him a slap. Like, yeah, some persons <laughs> like that. Truly, truly. So it, it's when we go out to preach, it tests us. You know, that's why evangelism is actually beautiful as a believer, more than just sharing the gospel. It's that, that's one of the reasons why you need to share the gospel. It tests your walk with the lord how far the spirit has dealt with you how far the, the the fruit of the spirit are embedded in you you get so it's something that we really should so i really want to commend this lady she actually passed this test 100 percent and i want to put it out to us the females you must be very very conscious like um, our my co-host said promise and be cautious and then know your words be prayerful. I mean, give yourself to this thing wholly. Don't just follow. Don't, don't just do follow, follow. Ne, okay, let's just go now. We are invited. Let's just go because you never can tell what you face out there. Okay, Olivia, do you have something to say, please? Okay.
2: Um, thank you. In addition to everything that's been said, um, we also encourage people to go out with com- companies or companions, okay? Um And also, it's advised that the males would focus on the males and the females would focus on the females. And peradventure, you're preaching to a male and you're a female. Just make sure you have a male there with you so that you will not put yourself in compromising circumstances. All right. Okay, so that's the little I want to add to. What has been said,
0: thank you so much. That's a very beautiful contribution, one that we really need to put into practice. Okay, I'll be reading the last entry here with me. He said I went to preach to some people about fornication and staying chaste, and they were like, All these Christians will be acting like deputy Mary. <laughs> they said I should swear an oath if I have had if I have not had um, premarital sex. And I told them it's a sin to swear. That's that's how they pursued me with promise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. oh god. Oh god. Oh <laughs> god. Really? Promise. I think you should say something first. <laughs>
1: it, it's really, it's a really It's a really funny, funny one, actually. It's a funny one. acting out to swear and everything. Very dramatic. Well, um, We must first know that we are going out there to preach the gospel now someone um the very basic thing or the very first thing the unbeliever needs is jesus and receiving the life of christ these things can come up later you cannot expect someone who has not accepted jesus as lord to accept jesus's stance on premarital sex and fornication so someone first needs, or the unbeliever first needs to accept Jesus, accept him as Lord. Then they can now accept his stance on fornication and all these things. So going out there, we are going now to preach the gospel first. All these things, once the person receives um, Jesus, all these things can now come up in discipleship and mentorship. whereby they begin to know that, okay, this is how Jesus would want them to live their life. So I think that's just my advice guys there. Yeah, that's
0: true. That's a very powerful contribution. My Olivia, please, we need to hear from you. One day. Okay,
2: thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Okay, first of all, I want to I want to read uh, Matthew 4 17 said from that time on Jesus began to preach repent for the kingdom of heaven ha- for the kingdom of heaven has come near. So um just like promise said The basic thing we need to preach to people when we go out is about the kingdom of God and repentance from sin. Because once someone has repented from sin and given his or her life to Christ, the Spirit of God will start working in that person and start convicting that person of sin and all those other things. So going out to tell someone um, to preach to people about um, fornication in itself, is not wrong, but the, that's not the main thing that Christ asked. So he said we should go and preach to them about the kingdom of God. You only preach to people about certain sensitive topics if the Spirit is leading you to do so, okay? That is why it's important to follow the utterances of the Spirit, to follow the leading of the Spirit and know how He's leading you per time. I think that would save you a lot of stress. And it will prevent you from being chased away, okay? It will, <laughs> it, will, it will prevent you from having dramatic experiences. And I think that's it. That's just it.
0: Wow. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, um, for that contribution. And I would just like to add to, you know, what they said just walk in wisdom walk in wisdom, Colossians chapter 3 verse 4, I mean chapter 4 verse 5 said walk in wisdom towards them that are without walk with wisdom you know, and like she said, be led of the spirit, don't go there preaching about things, address the, 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 the focus which is what Christ telling them what God has done by sending his son and what we ought to do you know in to, to to reciprocate this act of love that is the message really all right um um promise please read read out the yeah. last entry would you
1: okay yeah so wait, here we go i remember back then when i whenever i want to preach the zeal i always had the zeal but i'm lacking in boldness and always running out of words
0: mm. yeah. <laughs> oh wow okay and i think I, i have something to say well what i have to say is he said he has the zeal but he lacks the word okay this is a very very sensitive position you may find yourself in but then i want to say this that i want to commend you that you said you had the zeal it's very fine when you have zeal for something, but zeal is not enough. Even the Bible said in Romans chapter 10 that the Israelites, he said, it said, I, I bear reckon with this, you know, people that they are zealous towards God, unto God, but they are lacking in knowledge. So it's one thing for you to have zeal. And it's not just, it's, it, it also applies to evangelism, okay? Yes, you have the zeal, good and fine, but then you must know some certain things. Now, it is the Holy Ghost that gives boldness and utterance. So if you have the zeal, it is expected that you should cultivate a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You should work on yourself as a believer. Get to a point where the Holy Spirit is, you know, you've yielded to Him. Trust me, when you get to that point, the Holy Spirit gives you boldness and He gives you utterance. If you're conversant with the scriptures or through the scriptures, you see the Holy Spirit at work in the lives of the believers, the, you know, the apostles throughout the book of Acts. You see boldness. Look at Peter. Peter who was, you know, timid, even denied the Lord. But after he was endured the power from on high, after he received the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts chapter 2, that same Peter stood up and preached with boldness, and 3,000 souls were added imagine that. So, the, 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 the solution to this is the Holy Ghost, you know, to just cut the long story short. However, I want Olivia to also say something about this.
2: Okay, thank you, thank you. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is actually our help and our anchor. Then another thing is, I also want to say um, that you, you, you can't give what you don't have. You can't give what you don't have. So, um, the bible said that we should study to show ourselves approved a workman that needed not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth so if you don't have the word of truth you cannot rightly divide it if you do, if you don't give yourself to study if you don't give yourself to um sitting down to learn the word of god trust me you'll be lacking in words the spirit of god is there to remind us of all the things that we've we've learned and and we know you get but if you've not studied the word of god what is the spirit going to remind you of when you go out to preach nothing obviously so the solution one of the solutions to my brother is try and give yourself to study try and give yourself to prayer and try and also give yourself to be sensitive to the leading of the spirit if you give yourself to study there is no how you go out and you'll be lacking words to say it shows you need to do more work and i pray the lord will help you you. i'm willing to actually go and evangelize but aside from having that zeal, you have to take a step further by preparing yourself to be able to give out what would benefit those that will, will hear you thank you
0: yes 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 thank you so much olivia you know that was a very powerful contribution. Be prepared. I mean, it's just like you are going to write an exam. You know, some students do it. They don't read. Don't read their book. You say, mm, we have the Holy Ghost in us. <laughs> you will go to that exam and you, you will not write anything, and you will fail, and you won't blame the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit cannot be blamed. He is there to remind us, to teach us all things. Yes. So if you don't read your book, how will He teach you? And if you don't read how will it remind you likewise the you know the things of the spirit likewise evangelism garbage in garbage out you must take in the word so that you can that's why um apostle said to timothy he said he was encouraging timothy to be to preach the word in season and out of season but first off if you go if you read um, the book of first peter we see where the peter was telling us to be prepared you have to be prepared to to, 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 to uh, um, defend your faith because people will ask you. So you must be prepared. And I trust that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh, we're rounding up, um, but I just want us to take out just a few minutes to give out helpful tips to our listeners you know in case they are wondering okay we've heard these heard this, but we still want to know some little little things so helpful tips and um, methods other methods of evangelism so i would like to start with um promise then olivia then random
1: okay okay so just quick ones um we must understand that the end of evangelism is making disciples jesus christ says go and make disciples so they are convert combat- you converting them is very good but ensure that they are well taught that there is a system whether you are doing it yourself or you are handling them to a to a local church just ensure that they are being taught so that they do not um easily deviate or go back so ensure that you make them disciples and a disciple is one that will end up doing what you I've gone out to do, which is evangelizing. Then, secondly, find the people that you easily um, vibe with, right? Some people can easily reach out to children; they know how to get into children. Some now to reach the elderly. Some know how to reach um, um, young people like themselves. Some now to reach a particular gender well or the agenda well. So, um, my advice is find those people and invest very well in them if you find yourself very good with children, not everyone really can knows how to speak with children. So if you find yourself, just find those people, find those people that you can easily reach out to and ensure that you reach out to them. So those are my tips.
0: Yeah, please.
1: Okay,
2: okay. First tip that I would, I would actually give um, our listeners is first, give yourself to prayer. Give yourself to prayer. Um, If you don't give yourself to prayer, you will not be able to um, do the thing that God would have you do. You will not be able to be sensitive to where God is leading you to go to and you will not be able to deliver effectively when you get there. Okay. Prayers would actually help to order your steps to know who to go to, who to reach and how to reach them. Secondly, secondly, like I said before now, give yourself to the study of the word. You cannot give what you don't have. If you give yourself to the study of the word, you would be able to preach effectively and bring people to Christ. Thirdly, you have to have a spirit of God in you, the spirit of God that will help you to discern to know what to speak to each person per time. Trust me, it's not a particular message that you spoke to one person that you may speak to another person. There are other ways you can also come in to teach or to talk to people. Okay? Um, Another tip I also want to give um, before I conclude is make sure you are living an exemplary life. People are looking at you. People are trying to know whether you are really um leaving out what you're preaching so even if when you are not speaking your life is speaking so you have to actually be very conscious of that um, and I trust that God will help you. When you go to evangelize, the Spirit of God will take over and things will go perfectly well. Thank you.
0: Okay, thank you so much, Olivia. Thank you so much, Promise, for those wonderful tips. I just want to add this, uh, not a tip anyway. In case if you are wondering, must I go from house to house? Must I knock on the door? Must I stand up in the bus and all that? Well, you basically don't necessarily have to do that. I mean we have social media platforms so this is another wonderful way to preach to gospel stop posting random things on your status make your status your facebook wall you know your news feed i mean your facebook wall your instagram page and all that use it to preach the gospel preach the word and you'll be very surprised at how people will respond they may not tell you they may not chat you up but trust me you're doing something so be intentional about your social media platform when you want to post something, pray, Lord, I want to use this medium to reach out to souls. Whatever I post here, magnify it in the hearts of the people that are reading. And trust me, you're winning souls. Another way is lifestyle, like Olivia pointed out, the way you live your life is also a very key way to preach the gospel. I know of basically, you know, in terms of giving is another way. And I trust that the Lord will help us. All right. It's been a wonderful time with our listeners, with our wonderful host and counselor. And we've come to the end of this podcast and I trust you are blessed. Please we want to hear from you. Kindly send us a voice note in uh, to the podcast the voice message asking your questions making your contributions to share this podcast with your friends your family loved ones share 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 share. it is also part of preaching though all right thank you so much for staying with us you know through to the end please (laughs) ensure you us on all of our social media platforms beautiful yet godly byg on facebook on twitter just follow, 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 and recommend to your friends because we're going to be having amazing, wonderful content coming your way. Until then, see you.
1: Bye. Bye hey, bye.